Alright, let me talk. Wait, you talk. Wait, you talk? <laughs> you might be onto something here. And we're very excited to be doing back. episode three. Back at it. Like, this, okay, this episode is about relationships, mm-hmm. the the what's and who's and how's of dating. Mm-hmm. The and afters, the before, mm-hmm. the We wanted to talk about this. Someone asked us on our Instagram. They said, um, what do you guys think about dating? And we thought, you know what? We mentioned it a little bit in our first, first episode, episode, so if you haven't listened to that, please, what what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, go back, mm-hmm. listen to it. Well, you can. we allow you to listen to this one first and then go back, but... And also the second one is kind of nice. The second one's kind of fire, so go ahead and go back and listen to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we thought, you know, why not make a whole episode about it? Because it is quite a big part of teen life. Yeah. Like the the topic sentence of our podcast is the what is it? The beauties and struggles of teen life. Mm -hmm. And I think that of being a teenager in today's world. Uh huh. Yeah. I think that relationships is like a big part of being a teen, Mm -hmm. right? Because like you said in the first episode hormones hormones right i'm glad you knew that's what i was talking about yeah good job yes okay well the way we're gonna do this episode we are actually very proud of our plan so i'm gonna share it with you (laughs) we are going to go through all the different stages of a relationship in chronological order and the person who's gonna talk about each stage relates to it more so we want to give you full full Detailed, detailed explanations. Yes, full coverage. So uh, I think we should just get right on into it. Yep. So the first stage of dating. Crushes. This is this is my stage. I'm I'm going to be discussing the stage. Mm-hmm. So crushes. What do we know about a crush? What is a crush? It's just based off of looks. Honestly, because you know people are like, oh, like looks don't really matter like it's not about looks it's about personality think about the very first time you saw your significant other or the very first time you saw your crush like you don't see like their personality their personality Mm -hmm. isn't like dragging behind them as they walk (laughs) like you (laughs) saw their face you saw their eyes you saw their smile yeah so take a moment right now think to yourself close your eyes think about that crush think about that one think about that one person Mm -hmm. you know you know who he is you know who she is you know who they are think about that one person Close your eyes. Think about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is it that attracted you to them? Yeah, exactly. Was it their eyes? Their smile? Yeah, it's normally a facial feature. Normally a facial feature. Fa- fa- facial feature. It could could be a body like part. Like their height. Like other than your face. Like sometimes like arms, legs. Like yeah, ears. Abs. <laughs> <laughs> like it depends. Or or with like women, I guess. Like not women, but like guys. What do they see first? The bootay, 
<laughs> like that's what they see first. I, I don't know. But what we're saying is looks they matter. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you need to be attractive to be to attractive. Be- <laughs> <laughs> like you don't need to be like like good looking is. to but be attractive, but it, it I'm saying like people like your looks bring them in mm-hmm. and then your personality it's keeps like them there. It's like a celebrity crush. Mm. A crush. Just think about a crush. Yeah, you don't know anything about it's Chris Evans. Th- well, <laughs> Chris, that's mine. That's no, my person. So okay. I don't know anything about Chris Evans. But really would I lay down my life for him? Yes. Would I literally step in front of a train to save his life? Well, maybe not because I don't really want to die. But I would think about it. And that is a, like a huge it's step. Just based off of looks. Based off of looks purely. So in conclusion, the looks bring you there yeah but the personality keeps you there yeah Yeah. it's like the thing like um getting good grades is easy but keeping them or maintaining maintaining them them. you know yeah (laughs) Yeah. so crushes we've all had them yeah we've all been through the crush stage everyone has where you see someone like maybe you go to school with them or you work with them and like and it's not like love at first sight situation oh no 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 it's just like and a lot of the times and this is why i'm covering this topic it's unreciprocated (laughs) a lot of the time crushes are unreciprocated and that's why i'm covering this topic because i know a lot about unreciprocated crushes for those of you who don't know what that word means, yeah, um, it means that the it means is you not like mutual. them, but they don't like you back. Okay, let's call it like it is. And I know a little bit about that. I'm, I'm not saying I've never had a reciprocated encounter with someone, mm-hmm. but I've had many unreciprocated ones. And you know what? So do a lot of people. Yeah, like you could be the hottest person in the world, and still be rejected. Mm-hmm. It's really about personal preference. And in terms of personal preference, we wanted to talk about a little something called colorism. Mm -hmm. Because someone mentioned on our Instagram, they said, talk about colorism. colorism. And colorism comes up a lot in relationships, especially in the crush stage and the whole leading into the talking stage. So we wanted to talk a little bit about colorism, especially since we are two black girls and we've seen colorism a lot around Mm -hmm. us and on social media. So we wanted to talk about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Address it. Um, Colorism kind of happens when um we're talking specifically about the black race right now mm-hmm. it is a form of discrimination that favors light-skinned members of the same ethnic group yeah so we wanted to talk about it because you know especially we just said looks matter yeah. in the crush stage so it comes into play yeah definitely when you're like oh yeah i'm into light-skinned girls or yeah oh i'm into you know these kind of girls Mm-hmm. So, a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but there's a select handful of black men mm-hmm. and even some other raced men mm-hmm. who are like, oh, yeah, I, I like black girls, but 
when they say black, black girls, girls, they don't really mean black girls. They mean like the light skin girls. Light, light and light skin girls are black too. Beautiful. Like if you're black, you're black. But there's mm-hmm. different shades of black. Yeah. And a lot of the time, it might necessarily, it might not necessarily be the case. But a lot of the time, like the more light skin you are, the more association with being white. Yeah. And you know that like the whole like fetishization, mm-hmm. if that's a word, <laughs> of like being a white girl and like white guys cat. like white girls and like but they want like the cat spicy cat. the spicy white and not mm-hmm. just like white. <laughs> so like like white and like curly haired and like Yeah, like the mixed girls mm-hmm. or like the light skinned black girls. Like yeah. that's kind of and sometimes it's not about the association with being white. Sometimes it's just like it's just how it is yeah and like guys prefer and no one like no one would like maybe like realize it like sometimes it's just like oh i yeah like aaron from gronish yeah they brought it up that he tends to only date light-skinned girls and he was like no i like my my black nubian queens and they were like yeah but all the girls you've dated happen to not Mm -hmm. be like dark and like you know yeah so some guys don't notice that they're doing it, but mm-hmm. like they just tend to be gravitated more yeah. to the light skinned girls and you know, like the darker shades of black, mm-hmm. like like those girls don't really get Feel that like same fetishization. Fet- yeah. they don't they don't get fetishized and no one should be fetishized. I'm not yeah. saying that people should be, but like mm-hmm. we're not getting the same attention that light skinned girls get. Mm-hmm. And it goes for guys, too. Girls yeah. tend to go for lighter-skinned guys, too, yeah. sometimes. And I think that girls appreciate the black kings a lot more nowadays. And, like, you know, more than guys appreciate the black queens. Mm-hmm. But I think that guys are... They're, they're getting better. They're, yeah. Because I'm hearing a lot more appreciation for black queens. But that might just be because we're in Tanzania and we're, like, surrounded <laughs> by black queens. By black queens. But I'm talking about, like, in general and especially, like, in America, I guess, and o- yeah. or on TV, on yeah. social media. People are really um, appreciating our black queens more mm-hmm. and our black kings. And it's not, like, colorism isn't just in um, relationships. It's, like, also not in, at like, all. It's in film media, industry. yeah. Like, completely. And we're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And another episode which has yet to be recorded but we will talk about it mm-hmm. so just stay just tuned know, you know, for what's to come is a thing yeah so that kind of you know we wanted it goes into the crush stage yeah so we wanted to talk about that mm-hmm. so quick question yeah what do you do because I, I i don't know what i do but what do you do if you like a guy yeah, if you like a guy, like what do you what do you do? What do you how do you go about that? Do you do you tell him? No. <laughs> I personally don't. Like I I don't think I've ever done that in my entire life. Let us know in our Google form if, if you have done if you've that. ever told and a guy like that a you like him. Story to it. Yeah, and if you have like a like a crazy story because I need to I need to know. <laughs> Cuz okay, I'll share my own personal experience. Um, I personally have never told, okay, <laughs> there was one time in fifth grade. We all grade. have that one time. We all have that we one all time. We have that one time. And my one time was in fifth grade, and I told a special someone that I liked him, 
And he felt the need to tell me that he didn't like me in that way and that he felt that we were better off as friends. And then we became really good friends after that. And we're still friends to this day. But I'm just like, that wasn't necessarily like a bad situation of like putting myself out there and getting rejected. Like it wasn't bad, but I'm scared of it. Guts. It does. Because mm-hmm. even if you're just like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever, like, I like them, and, like, maybe you're, sh- maybe, maybe you're sure they like you back. Maybe. Even, even if you're sure, it's scary. Like, I, like, it's, n- it's nerve-wracking. Like, yeah. what if I go up there and I just totally get humiliated or something? Because, you know, you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. And, like, guys don't really, like, they go through the rejection, like, <laughs> a lot more think girls do so they're used to it and it's like it's it's that double standard stuff that we were talking about in our last episode Mm -hmm. so if you haven't listened to that yet go check that out um we're talking about how guys are expected to like ask the girl out Mm -hmm. and like all that so i think that guys girls aren't as used to asking guys out and guys are just a little bit more used to it and they can handle rejection a little bit better although it does hurt i'm Mm -hmm. sure Mm -hmm. i personally i'm not a guy but I assume that it hurts. It hurts to be rejected. Yeah. I I know a few guys who have been rejected and that it seems like it hurts. So, yeah, um definitely uh speaking as someone who has a fear of rejection, um quite afraid of rejection. I've never told someone that I like them. So, what advice could we give to somebody who's trying for to the do ladies that? out there? who have a crush on a guy or the guys out there who have a crush on a girl Mm -hmm. but they like aren't telling her yeah what advice can we give i think that's uh, it sounds like like yeah whatever but just go for it (laughs) like just you know the worst the worst that could happen is that they say no which is like it's easier said than done obviously but like you should and I'm going to try to practice what what we're preaching right now. Yeah. Guys, I currently don't have a crush at the moment, but the next time, <laughs> so probably tomorrow, <laughs> the next time I develop a crush <clears throat> on someone. Let me DM Michael B. Jordan. Girl. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. This is a formal letter to inform you. No, the, no mine, we're talking about like a real crush. Yeah, a real one. Like a person like that you, you can know and that you them. have <laughs> access to them and you like want to take it to the next level and mm-hmm. turn it into a relationship and so i think just go for it i think like what if you're too nervous don't do it face to face maybe but then doing it over text is a little bit intense because it it's scary to wait for that text back mm-hmm. it's terrifying yeah. so like you could my nerves would be going intense mm-hmm. like waiting for that text back you're like hey i like you like you know getting rejected over getting rejected hurts because that means that they they sat with the text and they they took time they They took time to think about it they sat with that text (laughs) and and they and especially if you send the sent it on snap or even if they saw the notification come on their phone so they read the text but they didn't open it so they're probably sitting there with that text for hours thinking what do i say and then what do they end up saying I don't really like you back like that. I don't really want to do that. So, yeah, it hurts. It does. But 
at the end of the day that's like the worst that could happen mm-hmm. you get rejected move on go to the next like go to the next one like there are <laughs> <laughs> plenty of fish in the sea there are plenty of fish in the sea so like if one fi- okay let's talk about this for a second okay in pertinence to crushes okay mm-hmm. in pertinence crushes are circumstantial the reason i say this are. we are in school the guys that we have access to are guys our age. High school boys, okay? We are in high school. The only guys we have access to are the guys in our class, the guys around, like, in the classes above. I personally don't subscribe to the classes below, but... Don't subscribe. <laughs> I don't subscribe to the classes below, but, like, the classes above so and other likely, schools. If you, like, if something happens... You will see them again. Again. And again. Yeah. And again. But so my like, my point of saying that crushes were circumstantial... Circ- <laughs> my point of saying that crushes were circumstantial is because the dating pool is a lot smaller in high school. Mm-hmm. You have your class, you have the class above you, and the class above that or whatever grade you're in. Mm-hmm. And then you have, like, other schools and, like, those classes, right? And yeah. those people. And so the dating pool, although that sounds like a lot of people, it's actually really small. Because then those people like might not like you or mm-hmm. might not be into. And high school guys are really fixated on a specific body image. And like we will talk about that in another episode, the societal beauty standards. We will talk about yes. that. But the high school boys yes. are really fixated on that. Like some really like that skinny white girl or skinny light skin girls or you know like the skinny girls and all of that a lot of guys a lot of guys in high school are really particularly interested in those kind of females and no shade to them like go get you a little skinny mamacita we love or that like a but thick one yeah it's just like or like yeah specifically thick girls i mean yeah everyone okay has a type but the types are a lot smaller in high school because guys don't know that many girls. All they have access to is the girls that they see on social media and the girls that they see around them. And I guess they know what they want. But, like, do they? Because then once you get to college, you're seeing a lot of other types of girls. And I realized that in the last two episodes, we haven't really talked about university that much. And, like, some of our listeners might be 17, 18, 19 because it is teen-agers, mm-hmm. right? So, obviously, once you go to uni, like, a lot more it's people a, like, you're a larger, a larger pool of dating and then once you graduate uni you have the whole world like mm-hmm. well not the whole world but the <laughs> city that you're in like it's a much larger pool and it's harder sure to date it's harder and to get a crush on someone which i honestly want to talk to a like a university graduate someone who's out in the real world and be like how do you get a crush on someone because you don't see them at school or <laughs> You know, like, do you just, like, fall for your colleagues at work? <laughs> like, you fell for Bob in accounting? Like, I don't really, I don't get it. But, yeah, the dating pool's different. So, you know, crushes, it's circumstantial. Mm-hmm. It's really based on who's around you and what you see on social media and how old you are and your mental capacity. So, it's <laughs> yeah. definitely circumstantial. Yeah. But, if a guy doesn't like, my point for saying all this is if a guy doesn't like you back. Or if a girl doesn't like you Or if a girl doesn't like you back. Don't worry about it because there are plenty of fish in the sea. When I say there are plenty of tough fish in the sea, there are tough times never last, only tough people last. When I say there are plenty of fish in the sea, there are so many people mm-hmm. in the world that you not necessarily have access to, but 
if you travel and go places, experience things, I think you, you can just, meet you more people. Like fixate your whole like high school experience on this one girl or this one guy yeah. that didn't say yes to me. And you're yeah. Like, because if you're sitting there thinking, well, this guy didn't want me, so no one wants me. Yeah. That guy is not the representative for all mankind. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm speaking from experience when I say this because I used to fixate a lot on if a guy doesn't like me back, then no, no one else. wants me. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I grew up a little bit and I started, you know, getting like DMs or whatever from other types of guys who are more interested in my type of girl, like who I am. And, you know, I was like, oh, okay, well, that guy didn't want me back then. Like, that guy didn't want me, but this guy wants me. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's about personal preference. And if you are not someone's personal preference, that says yeah. nothing about who you are as a person. You are beautiful. You are gorgeous. And if they don't want you, Basi, leave them be. Because yeah. at the end of the day, there are plenty of fish in the sea. And, mm-hmm. like, it's really just about the dating pool. It's not you. It's the game. Yeah. So, yeah, don't hate the player. Don't hate, <laughs> don't hate the player, hate the game, mm-hmm. honestly. Because dating is a game. It really is. It's it's about who can get to the finish line. It's about who can, you know, like, it's true. like win the levels or whatever. Speaking of levels, let's move on to the next one. So, if, if once if you've acquired this crush. Says, uh-huh. well, I kind of like you back. If in the rare occasion, well, not rare for some <laughs> of you people, but for <laughs> For some of us, <laughs> it's a little rare, you know. <laughs> if you tell your crush, hey, hey, happy, I like you. I like you, Bye. happy. I like you. Reply. <laughs> I like you, too. <laughs> See? Okay. If you tell your crush, I like you, and they say I like you, too. Okay? Now, we enter a thing we like to call the talking stage. The talking stage. And, um... So, normally, okay, sometimes, I guess... You could go through a talking stage without, like, getting the whole I like you back. Yeah. But, like, from what I read on the internet, apparently the talking stage, apparently the talking stage is, like, I like you, you like me, now we're We're talking. talking. Which, I didn't know that. And I I just, I, like, wanted some, like, feedback. I wanted to, so I told Happy about it. And I was like, did you know that? She was like, no, I didn't know that. So, yeah, apparently the talking stage, which you can call the talking stage whatever it is you want. If mm-hmm. you like a guy and you're trying to get them or get them to figure out if they like you, yeah. that could be considered a talking stage. You're because just, you're, you're just talking. Like you're, you're on get- the road yeah. to getting to know each other and getting to see if it's working so that you can take that next step. Yeah. In the talking stage. Yep. Um, I'm going to cover this <laughs> topic as well because <laughs> this is about as far as I go. So... <laughs> In the talking stage. Once you're in that talking stage. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, once we're here, we've established, hey, I like you, you like me. Or maybe we haven't established it, but I like you. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to get you to open up and, you know, to get you to, co- to be comfortable around me mm-hmm. so that we can take that next step and, like, make it official and all yeah. that and go on our first date and stuff, right? And honeymoon. <laughs> So at this point in the talking stage, usually happens over text, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it happens over the phone. And honestly, over the phone, I think is a lot better than via text. It is. So definitely, if you have the chance to be on the phone with a guy, do it. Do it. Because texting a guy doesn't hit as different as calling. And I'm not talking from experience when I say this. I'm not, because I hate phone calls. They literally make me very anxious. So... (laughs) I don't know. 
like if you if you're comfortable with phone calls if you're comfortable with phone they're calls also comfortable and they're with comfortable phone with phone calls, calls like don't just call yeah. like come on nobody just likes a surprise caller yeah no one i like, literally okay. hate phone calls phone calls make me so uncomfortable but i make exceptions call? for certain people because mm-hmm. maybe i'm comfortable no, with yeah, that person same, same. but like a lot of people aren't comfortable so make sure that like they're comfortable being on the phone with you first and then like definitely call facetime is a little bit of a next step because then they have to see your face and you have to like look presentable you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) so definitely i think just stick to the phone calls for now until you are ready to make the commitment of getting up and getting ready so that they that they see that you look good but also don't stress yourself too much because if you're spending all the crush stage and the talking stage looking good you're really going to throw them a curveball when you get to that relationship stage and they see you without makeup or with that hair cap on for the first time. And they're like, oh, oh so like you for. don't have that fresh out the glam cut, like fresh out the glam look every single day. You're telling me that you wake up in the morning with matongo tongo like you have like you're a normal looking person. I don't think I signed up for this. I signed up for like. I woke up like this, not I literally woke, woke up, up like, like this. this. Like, please. So definitely let them see you naturally. Like, like let them see who you and really are. And that's honestly, like, the talking stage can be as raw and as real as you, like, make it to be. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So definitely, like, make it. Because you could just be talking like, oh, ha, ha, And also, please, 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 let's not be basic and simple with the hey so like what's your favorite color and like how many siblings do you have yeah what kind of music do you listen to what color are your eyes because that's not gonna help you get into a relationship okay knowing that someone's knowing that josh's favorite color is yellow does not help you discover that he (laughs) is the one for you okay Uh knowing that josh sometimes listens to ariana grande does not help you decipher that he is going to be a good boyfriend. Yes. So please ask him real questions. Like, and I Googled questions to ask a guy during the talking stage. Oh, uh, yeah. Those questions, questions are so interview like. So like they're are. like they're like what would you do if you more. only had one more day yeah. to live? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> what? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. definitely like Try to make it sound as if natural you, as possible. Yeah, just, I mean, what do you want to know about him? Not like an interview. Because you yeah. don't care about his favorite color. Fl- you <laughs> don't <laughs> care about Chad's favorite color. <laughs> you don't care about Festo's. <laughs> you don't care about Ibrahimu's favorite song. You don't care about Yosefu's favorite movie. But you could care about what he's looking for mm-hmm. or what, what his type is, what he wants life. to do in life. Like, figure out his aspirations. Make it simple, because that's how you do something called um, making starting a conversation. Yeah. Because now it's not just like, okay, I need to know X, Y, Z in order for me to be his girlfriend. Like, you're not trying to get as much intel this on him not, so that you can answer a do you know your yeah. boyfriend quiz, <laughs> like, on BuzzFeed. Like, please. Like, this is just... This is life. Stage. This is you trying to get to know someone so that you can take and the next it, step. That's what I'm saying. It can be as real and as raw as you make it out to be because you, like, you can be sitting there and then ask him a question and then I could be, I could be like, oh, yeah, actually, I would like to do that, too. Definitely. Find common ground. Even if it's not common ground, talk about, oh, why he thinks like this or why I'm like this or, oh, okay, we're different on this. Why? Because mm-hmm. then that is, like, the best way to get to know each other. For sure. Yeah. Not just, like, interview. That's just weird. Also, can we just mention 
the talking stage can go on for as long as you want it to. And the longer it goes on for, honestly, the more that you can be sure that the guy or the girl is actually invested in trying to go somewhere with you and, like, mm-hmm. take it to the next level. If the the talking stage go, lasts for, like, weeks or even, like, a couple months, mm-hmm. if it's going as far as six months, maybe even three months, that's, like, a little long, like, for a talking stage. But I mean, it, it could. Depends. You can it do could. you. You do you. And the moment that you decide that you have gotten to know this person. Also, can I mention before I wrap this up? Um, you shouldn't be. I know that I said that you should ask them questions like everything. But like, don't ask them too much. Because mm-hmm. then, <laughs> yeah, then you're going to run out of desperate. conversation also. Yeah. Like. Like, it does sound desperate, but it's also, like, you're going to run out of things to talk about. You're not going to know what to talk about. Like, if you ask him all about his aspirations and stuff in the first week of getting to know each other, like, okay. what are you going to talk about on the first date? <laughs> and, like, the first stage, the, the first stage? The first date mm-hmm. <laughs> goes into the talking stage as well. And, like, definitely try to skip the texting and the calling and try to arrange to meet face to face and have your talking stage like face and face in person and like talk to them get to know them see how they react to things see how they converse see how they interact see what excites them Mm -hmm. and once you feel like you're ready to put a label on it once you feel like you are ready that's when you go into relationships Mm -hmm. but before there's you figure that out. There is situation. the next stage that we'd like to call the what are we stage. Mm-hmm. The situationships. Yeah. Where it's like one of you knows what you are. The other one doesn't. Mm-hmm. Or maybe neither of you know what you are. But a lot of the times the girl knows. Because the girl <laughs> knows really quickly. But the guy doesn't know. But sometimes. The guy knows. Sometimes the guy knows. Sometimes you both know. But, but you just haven't just, talked about it. Yeah. So you're in that stage where it's like, what are we? And in that, I'm not going to even talk about that too much, but this is also still my topic to cover. Um, definitely talk. Yeah. Communication is key. It's Yeah. If you're in the first three stages of a relationship and you can't communicate, you are not going to make it That's, through the next stage. You're not no. going to make it through the main stage. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. So talk. If you want to know what you are, ask him, what are we? Because I don't want to sit here and waste my time with you if you don't see us going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I like you, but if you don't see us having a relationship, if a relationship is what you want, because sometimes a relationship isn't what you want. Sometimes you want something casual. Yeah, sometimes you want say. like. And if you don't like, if you want one and your like person doesn't is is like, oh, I'm not really sure. Talk it out. I mean, if you really actually are interested in them and you really actually like them, and the talking stage was like. You got something out of it. Because remember, the talking stage isn't official. So they might be talking to other people. Exactly. There's a very high possibility. And the more they talk to other people, the less they want you. So definitely figure out what are we. And like, (laughs) Mm. like, I hate to be blunt, but it's true. there is a point where you have to think. Like, stop and think. Like, do I genuinely want this thing with this person? Like, you're thinking long term now. Yeah. You're not just thinking like, oh, he has cute eyes. And if you're not thinking long term, then you're probably in the wrong stage of the relationship. You should probably head back over to the crush stage. Mm -hmm. Maybe go a little 
somewhere else maybe go to the casual stage and just be friends but like a little bit more than friends or whatever kind of friends you want friends with benefits friends with like more conversation than normal friends do whatever you want but if you want a relationship if that is what you want then definitely make that known make it known from the beginning that that's what you're looking for like not obviously don't tell him in the crush stage and be like Oh, like, I'm looking for a long-term relationship, and I want to have a long-term relationship with you. Because that's going to scare him off. But definitely, once he's established that he likes you too, and you're talking. You've gotten somewhere. You've gotten somewhere. And you now want to go farther. Yeah, just be like, hey, I kind of want to take this to the next level. Mm -hmm. And once you're in that situationship, and you've figured out what you want, and he's told you what what he wants and you've communicated that then you're ready to go into the, the biggest part of the stage which is the actual relationship and that is where i sign off <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where i kind of <laughs> cut off head back on over to the crush stage <laughs> so happy take it away <laughs> <laughs> well okay so it's not really like, once you've gotten past the situationship thing and you're you're now, there's actually a label on it. Yeah. Not going to lie. Like, the first maybe, like, couple of days, you kind of just, like, it's, like, crazy, like, excitement. Yeah. The honeymoon also, phase. Yes. The honeymoon Definitely. phase. And it's almost like, oh, wow, I can't, I can't believe it. Yeah. And, like, in a really good way. Mm-hmm. And you just want to tell it to everybody and just, you know enjoy that and i was watching a tiktok the other day and it was like the phases of a relationship oh is this your finding and there was no it's not oh okay i'm, I'm excited yeah. for your finding and there was um it was like the stages of a relationship and it's like the honeymoon phase which i don't know like it can be as short or as long as possible yeah and like yeah you could go through it I mean, most of the times, it's, like, the very, like, beginning of it. But I think you can go through it for, like, maybe a month and then have your relationship for the next three months. And then there's, like, little, like, mini honeymoon phases all over the place. I feel like that's just... Because this is supposed to be, like, blissful. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be... A, you're supposed to enjoy this time. You're supposed to have fun, mm. you know? Anyway, this TikTok said that there's, like, after the honeymoon um, stage, there's, like the part where you find out more things about your partner and you just kind of like it's deeper than the talking stage and there's more like there's more you learn more about your partner like in a deeper way Mm -hmm. and more about their personality and what they're actually like because the talking stage, remember, you're ki- like there's kind of you're trying to impress them or trying to win somebody's affection. Yeah. And then here it's like you've already won this person's affection and now you're just like, like what do we do now? Yeah. So even through like you can tell, okay, oh, well, this person maybe has like anger issues or oh, wow, this person um, gets really sensitive when talking about this topic. Oh, okay. And then after you find, and that can go for as like as long as, I don't know, three months or as like it's not a short process and then the lady was like after that stage there's like or within that stage there's like the realization stage Mm -hmm. where it's like you need you've realized what you're like dealing with yeah and then you have to think like okay do i want to stay 
or do I want to go? And that's like at the, I don't know, five, she says, like, oh, it's normally like three to five months of For dating. And I was thinking about it, like even celebrities and stuff, it's like three months of dating or four months or five yeah. months of dating and you're done. Because everyone's gotten to that realization stage and thought, oh, well, actually, I don't really want anything to do with this person. Because, you know, I think that a lot of, something that a lot of people we have, like, issues with is that sometimes we get to a point where we don't really like the person. We like the idea of them that we created in our minds. And this is why I'm not the one covering this topic, (laughs) because that's an issue that I have. And then when I kind of take off those um, rose-colored glasses. Yeah. Like, I kind of see that they're actually kind of douchey. Like, oh, they have, they have flaws? Yeah. Like, they're not perfect? They're not. They're, they're human? What? No way. You know? Because, like, I, like. They're more than just a cute face. You know, those little, like, before bed scenarios where you think of your special person doing some special things. You're going on dates or whatever. But, like, none of that's really happening. And the best thing I can advise, please, like, for those, like, scenarios where which I totally, like, think of a little scenario before you go to bed, but use a celebrity <laughs> or a TikToker. Don't use the guy that you're genuinely trying to get to know and be in a, a relationship with because those scenarios can ruin your idea about that person. Mm-hmm. They can romanticize that person, and then when it all comes down, you realize, oh, yeah, like, mm-hmm. I actually don't really like them that much, mm-hmm. you know? So definitely, like, it's very easy to see past someone's flaws mm-hmm. when you're, like, head over heels for them. But please try your best mm-hmm. to see their flaws because they will come up at some point. Yeah. And so that's important. And I think. personally, I feel like th- that, like, r- um, the point where you ask yourself, do I want to stay or do I want to go? It, it can really be avoided because, like, it can be avoided if, you've had a friendship with the person before. Mm-hmm. So literally ignoring the crush thing, ignoring the talking stage. If you've met this person, you've gotten to know this person, you've been friends with this person, and then there's like that click of like, oh, maybe I actually... And it's it's really good to be friends with the person before, before you get into the relationship. It's really great. Because if you try to get into a relationship with a perfect stranger, like mm-hmm. you don't know anything about each other, it doesn't work out as well as you thought it would because you don't know anything about them Mm. so definitely being friends with the person helps but Mm. but if you're jumping from a spot where you're best friends and like you've fallen for each other you've fallen for them but they don't reciprocate it that's like a whole another issue and if that's you if that's something you're going through please let us know because it's a very real thing Mm -hmm. so you know definitely let us know and we will help you out on another episode Mm -hmm. And then, of course, with relationships and, at, like, you know, there's ups and downs. There's problems. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people did say, oh, how to deal with problems in a relationship and yeah. how to go through that. <coughs> so. And no one was very specific about which problems. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of just going to talk about a bunch that we tend to see a lot in relationships. Mm-hmm. What, what problems do you tend to see in relationships? Let me ask you. Oh, yes. Ask the relationship expert. <laughs> um, I think the biggest problem that I have, that not have, <laughs> that would be funny. The biggest problem that I see in relationships around me with my friends who are in relationships or on social media, people who are in relationships, that's 
I see a lack of total and honest communication. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, like, what what do you advise to someone who has hit a rock in their relationship where they're not really opening up to each other like they should be, yeah. and they're kind of at like a rut? Mm-hmm. That's a big thing that I see. So how do you get to that? Like, how do you advise them to get back onto that communication? Mm-hmm. Well, one, I mean, uh, again, if you were friends with them before, you might find it like just naturally, like easy. Like you guys subconsciously communicate. Right. Like it's a natural thing for you guys. Because you know each other so well. Yeah. But then if you, even if you haven't, or even if you were friends before and it's just a different setting. Mm-hmm. Maybe you weren't that close. Yeah. Then, you know, it, it it is hard to open up because you could be scared to confront someone. Like for me, sure. for sure. I'm like, I'll stay with something for like weeks and then I'll be like, actually, wait, I didn't like this certain thing. Let me bring it up. So to deal uh, with a problem or if there's just something off, like you said, there is this TikTok that I found. Oh, this is TikTok. your finding. And guys, it was when I say finding, okay, Happy comes in. She goes, Oh my God, I saw this really cool TikTok. Like, let me tell, actually, wait, let me wait for the podcast. I want to see your reaction. I want to see how you react to my finding. So um, now she's finally gotten to her finding. You can find many things on TikTok, guys. Let me just tell you that. For sure. TikTok is a very good place to go for resources. So it was just how to deal with saying or communicating with your partner about the problem that you think is going on. Mm -hmm. And so there's this thing, and it goes fact, belief, feeling, and action. F-B-F-A. Yes. You might want to pause that and write that down because you're going to love me for this. So if you are in a relationship or, I don't know, just having trouble in paradise or something like that, mm-hmm. then there's this thing. So basically, let's say the problem is you don't think you guys have been spending a lot of time together. And so the fact, we start with the fact, you have not been spending a lot of time together. Maybe you haven't been seeing each other for two weeks. So then that's the fact. Like we haven't seen each other in... Maybe a month. And then belief is, I believe, maybe, you know, I believe that, you know, this is because you don't have time for me anymore. Feeling. This makes me feel neglected and left out and like I'm not part of your life anymore. And then action, which is the last step. So you do something or you talk to your significant other about something you could do to fix the situation. Like take action. Mm-hmm. So I think I saw that TikTok and I was like, oh, wow, I mean, that's pretty cool. Fact, belief, feeling, action. And I feel like if y- you have trouble communicating with your partner, I mean, like, if you are, then that's a bit of a whoa. But Sticky if, situation. Yeah, if you do have trouble maybe confronting someone, mm-hmm. especially if it's someone you, like, are very fond of, then I think this is kind of cool because it's just like a guide almost to just stating something. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, definitely the biggest step to heading into that stage of communication is to bring up what you're feeling yeah. and open conversation and talk about it. Because mm-hmm. talking about it is so important. Like, if you feel that you aren't communicating, why is that? You yeah. know, sit down with your significant other and say, hey, 
like what's going on let's talk about it and if they're not comfortable talking about it Mm -hmm. maybe that's not a relationship that you need to be in maybe you need to seek help or something Mm -hmm. but or maybe you need to take some space for a while like space is needed sometimes Mm -hmm. you know so yeah definitely um another problem that i see a lot in relationships is always being together and then losing touch with yourself in a relationship Mm -hmm. so what do you say to that i know i'm really hitting you with the big ones here (laughs) (laughs) um i mean yeah wow that's a thing it's a thing it's real like obviously you do want to spend time with your person Mm -hmm. but you need to also know that there's a fine line between spending time with them and just being uh, overly obsessed with being around them 24 7 if you're at a point where you're seeing that you're not doing the things that you usually enjoy because you're like oh like i'll watch a movie another time i want to be on the phone with him or oh i'll do this another time if you're putting him before your own needs maybe you've hit a bit of a wall maybe you're at a point where maybe taking a break is the best thing or maybe just like not calling each other at night or taking a little space space is it's acceptable and a lot of people are like oh i need space and it's like oh you're just breaking up with me like no sometimes if you're mature about it taking space literally just means for a little bit i just need to find myself again for a little bit even if that means for an hour Mm -hmm. for a month whatever like it it differs so definitely if taking space is what you need to find yourself because at the end of the day a relationship is great but like if you're losing touch with yourself Mm. either the relationship is what's draining yourself away or it's you putting yourself aside for another human being and although we all should always value each other and value other people making time for ourselves and loving ourselves is so important that when i see my friends or when I see people online or like whatever putting themselves aside for their relationship it does more harm than good at the end of the day like sure it does good for the relationship but it it it's not good for you it's not good for the person like you know so definitely do your own thing sometimes. You don't always have to do everything with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. You don't always have to do everything together. You don't always have to be everywhere together. You don't always have to be with other people together. Like, if you want to hang out with your friends, go do that, you know? And that's another problem I see a lot. Um, the trifer, I don't know if that's the right word, but the rivalry between friends and significant others where, like, let's say you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend and you have a friend that you're always with but your friend feels neglected now that you're in a relationship what do you say to that happy um i think you definitely need to know how to compromise Mm -hmm. and i feel like in the beginning of the relationship as well it's almost like i want to spend all my time with this person that i just got with and there's that again like the blissfulness blissfulness i don't know and then but then also just like compromise yeah i feel like and also to touch on what you said about putting yourself aside for your relationship i feel like there is a like definitely like if i'm tired and i want to sleep i will probably go to sleep Mm -hmm. i won't call 
you know, somebody, I'll just, you know, tell them, you know what, I'm really tired today and I need to go to sleep. Yeah. So that's important. But then also that is different from maybe like, I don't want to say sacrificing, but like um, maybe if, you know, something has happened Mm -hmm. in your person's life, like something has happened and like you just want to like you know be there for them and stuff i feel like sometimes you do need to because there is there is like the part of supporting each other and being there for each other in a relationship Mm -hmm. but i feel like there definitely is a fine line between supporting them and then putting your your something you want to do aside Mm -hmm. you know i feel like that that can happen so for the friend thing definitely just bring it up to your friend that hey i am in a relationship now so we might not be able to hang out as much or we might not be able to be with each other 24-7. Like, yeah, yeah. I also need to make time for my significant other. And also let your your significant other know, like, hey, my friend was here long before you and I need to appreciate that, you know, we've been friends for a long time and although I love that we're in a relationship and I, I'm enjoying this time together, like, I also have to make time for my friend because she's made time for me all these years and, you know, like, we can't, throw away a long friendship just because I'm now in a relationship because there is always a possibility that the relationship doesn't work out and who's left for you your friend like at the end of a relationship your friend is going to be there for you and so don't lose touch with your friends because of relationship don't lose touch with yourself because of relationship because in the event that the relationship ends which is a very real possibility you're going to be there for yourself your friends are going to be there for you And so if you are there for your friends and if you are there for yourself, it'll be much more easier for you to then be there for yourself after a relationship and be there, have your friends be there for you after a relationship. And that is when you reach a new stage. If your relationship doesn't work out, the breakup, the breakup and happy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it can be like due to literally anything, anything, but I think the thing about a breakup is you need to give yourself time to heal. Yeah. Like, even if even if it was on good terms and everything's good, you need, like, there's a time where you need to relax. Like, mm-hmm. take a breather. You were just in something. You were just part of someone's life. Yeah. You know? And I feel like that can take as a long or as short of a time as it needs to take, but but you need to make sure that you are fully healed from your last relationship before, before you get you into a new one, one, which is what brings us to the rebound. Mm-hmm. Which, if you feel like the best thing for you to do after a relationship is to hook up with someone else or to talk to someone else or go out with someone else, that's not you healing. Be careful. That's you, right, be careful, first of all. But that's not you healing. That's you using someone else to soften the blow. Yeah. Like, I saw, I heard it in a movie once. It's like hero syndrome. And it's like, after this breakup, you just, there just happens to be this person who's there and they're your hero. And they're Mm -hmm. like, there for you. And you're just like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, it's like this and it's like that. And you really need to take a hot minute to just be like, whoa, 
do what? I really like them? What or am, I, am I just hurt and they're here? Yeah, exactly. Because then you've put yourself in a position where you are using another human being to make yourself feel better. Yeah. And that is cruel. It's wrong. It's wrong. So, like, the only thing, make it known that they're a rebound, I guess, if you want to use that person. If like, if they're like okay <laughs> with being used. Uh, go Just make let them know, like, hey, I just got out of a serious relationship and I'm still hurt and so i don't know how far this is gonna go but i just wanted to let you know that i don't i'm still in pain just so that they know that there is a very high possibility that the only reason you are with them now is because you're still hung over the last guy Mm -hmm. and you need something to help you forget and most of the time like i mean probably all the time that's not gonna work it's not gonna work like to be used yeah and then now you're just going to ruin a new relationship with someone else. And mm-hmm. it just, it, it becomes a cycle and it shouldn't, yeah. you know? Exactly. So definitely like after a breakup, take time for yourself. Like take months even. Months. Yeah. Just be, wi- be who you Listen were before the music, relationship. Watch Netflix. Definitely. Like do the things you enjoy. Realize to yourself that if it was meant to be, it would have been. And there's still a possibility later in life for you to rekindle your relationship but mm-hmm. if it's not if it's the right person wrong time situation like it's the wrong time you know mm-hmm. and you have to be okay with that or maybe it's the wrong person right time maybe you needed to be in that failed relationship to put you in a position to heal yeah. so that you could be ready for the person you're supposed to be with yeah, exactly. whoa <laughs> that, so that that hit and also there's not always the case of a rebound mm-hmm. if like you're happy being single be single be a loner like, be with relax. your friends just it's okay to want to be by yourself and i know there's a lot of girls out there who are like no but like i don't want to be like single because like it hurts and i I want my ex to be jealous i want my ex <laughs> to see me live in life but your ex seeing you being your independent like boss self is just as good if not better than them seeing you in a new relationship because think like it could hurt them too to see you in a new relationship but if they if you guys broke up and maybe you broke up for the sake of you finding yourself if you broke up you said i need to find myself and then you get in a new relationship like if you if anyone listening here watched watches dawson's creek please like joey did this way too much but if you break up with someone and I'm like, I need to find myself, like I'm losing myself in this relationship, and then you get with someone else a week later, mm-hmm. it's mm, it's going to hurt the person that you broke up. It's, it's going to hurt. Yeah. And so definitely, like, if you said, I'm breaking up with you so I can find myself, then find yourself. Be by yourself. Get, get a job. Get money like be happy focus on yourself focus on yourself do things to improve your life go get that bread go get that bag go chase that coin why because if i am someone's ex and i'm seeing my ex is living their best life out here getting money doing whatever they i'm gonna be like okay well you know now i want to do that it's inspiring to see like someone you used to be with is now a completely different person and it you think to yourself like they needed us to break up for that change to happen you know so definitely like sometimes you need a rebound but i don't suggest one because like it's just a sicky situation like 
but if that's what you feel you need like let them know be honest about it if you need to be in someone else's arms to forget about the last guy's arms like do that but like let them know be honest just be honest at every single stage of the relationship honesty and communication is so important honesty is the best policy Uh, always always like forever honesty is so important and i value honesty so much like if you are feeling a certain way if you're not feeling a certain way be honest about it Mm -hmm. and yeah so if you feel like you need to be alone be alone if you feel like you need to be with your friends be with your friends but yeah definitely although although there is the other side right like let's say before the before the breakup maybe you don't break up Maybe you don't break up and then now you're just in a happy relationship and if that's you, congratulations. We're very happy for you. Congrats. But if that's not you, we've told you what to do. You know what the next step is, so like turn off your phone, go do it. <laughs> like come on. Get like get your life together. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. What what else do you have to say? I think that's it. I think that's it. And I think that we've done pretty good today um so we should wrap up the episode here thank you very much for listening if there's anything else that you want to know our google form the link is in our bio go to it tell us what you want tell us what you thought tell us everything just talk to us because Mm -hmm. we do read those every day and we do like value your opinions so definitely go to the link in our bio at utalktz on instagram and tell us what you think because at the end of the day we would like you to talk yes for sure so yeah we will we upload every friday so yeah we'll see you next friday and 